Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. So as you may or may not know, we are doing a foundation series on the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm picking four main topics to dive back into the foundations, why they're important, what these terms mean, and these are common terms you're going to hear me use a lot on this podcast and that you see on social media, other coaches use, and a lot of times they can be confusing. We can think that we know what they're really talking about, but do we really know and understand it? And the more we know and understand it, the more we can know and understand our bodies and what's going on with them. And the more we can know and understand our bodies, the more we can take back control of our health and happiness, which is what you know I am always preaching on this podcast. So the first topic that I picked, I was trying to decide what one I was going to do first because Hormones is really important. Stress on the body is really important. Micronutrients and macronutrients are important. But I think the base of it all comes down to understanding calories. So I figured I would start there because this is what I this is where I start my programs. Any of my programs that you do, I'm always working from the foundation up, learning from the foundation up what our bodies need where they should be at versus where they are, and then building from there. And that really comes from a calories and a metabolic standpoint. And I know you're thinking like, well, Katie, I know what calories are. And I get it. We, we understand that calories are a unit of measurement and that calories are in food. However, what I want to do is break down calorie deficit, calorie maintenance, and calorie surplus. Why we're not meant to always be in a deficit why your body needs calories for its metabolism and what happens if you don't give it enough, how to find your daily calorie average, and then also what matters more when it comes to calories, hormones. Um, you know, we, we always hear that you have to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. And this is correct. However, there are a lot of other things that matter that go along with how your body is going to use the calories or store them. And these are the things that I want to talk about on this podcast episode. It's I'm always trying to simplify nutrition and simplify health for you, but also having an understanding of a full perspective can be really, really helpful. 
which is why I wanted to dive into the foundations with all of you. So if you're interested in all of these things, you know, like how calories relate to your body, where your metabolism should be, how to set them, what a calorie deficit really means and what that looks like, then stay tuned into this podcast episode because we are diving into all of it. So we know a couple of things to be certain. We know that calories are a unit of energy or are the amount of energy that is in food. You see calories listed on labels all times. That's the calorie amount that is in food that is going into your body that your body should be burning for energy. If you are in a calorie maintenance, that means you're even with the energy your body is burning every single day. So the calories your body is burning and the calories that you're taking in. So if you're at a maintenance, it means you're maintaining your weight. This is where ideally we should end up is in a calorie maintenance where we are eating the amount of calories our burn our body burns every single day we're doing this more intuitively our body feels very satisfied and we're at a happy and healthy weight however the idea of that seems impossible for most of us because we are playing ping pong between a calorie deficit and a calorie surplus A calorie deficit happens when you are taking in less calories than your body is burning every single day. So your body's burning a certain amount of calories, you are taking in less, which is going to equate to your body being able to lose weight. See composition change, ideally, whatever that might look like for you, depending on your situation, if you're taking in less calories, you typically should be losing weight. If you're in a calorie surplus, it means that the calories you're burning every day, you have your base and you are consuming and eating more calories than what your body's maintenance is, than what your body is burning every single day. When you're consuming more calories, your body stores those extra calories as fat. The reason it stores them is to use at another period of time for energy, right? Our body will store this extra energy, assuming that at some point in time, it's not going to be getting enough energy. It's storing it in order to use at that time. So understand that the things that our body does, we get so mad at it, but the things that our body does, it just does on autopilot. Our body is meant to survive and the things that it does every single day are really just set up to help us survive. And when you start to understand that, you start to have a little bit more grace for your body and also understanding of why there are certain habits and patterns and behaviors that don't serve you. So your body needs calories every single day. It needs a certain amount, whether it's calorie deficit, maintenance, surplus, your body needs calories to survive. However, at some point in most of our lives, we've been, we as women have been in a calorie deficit. I know I have, I've been all over the board. I've been at 1200 calories, probably under 1200 calories when I really struggled with disordered eating. I mean, there were days where I would eat 600 calories, but then I would back that up to a day where I'd eat 4000 calories because I was so hungry and stressed out. So our body needs these calories in order to live and thrive. And we don't just want to survive. Or we, want to sur- we want to thrive. We want to live. We want to feel good every day. So here's the thing that happens is over an extended period of time, if you're not giving your body enough calories, meaning that you're in a calorie deficit, your body will start to turn down the thermostat on your metabolism. 
So your metabolism is all the processes that your body does while it's digesting food, while it's converting food into energy. There's a lot of things that go into it, but this the simplest form, it's the process your body goes through when it's converting food into energy. If you are not giving your body enough energy, aka calories, for simple functions like regulating your body temperature, digesting your food, regulating your hormones every single day, detoxing your body, things that your body needs to survive. If these things aren't done, your body starts to shut down. So your body needs a certain amount of calories every single day in order to do all of these things that it just needs to survive. And if you're not giving it that, which a lot of women, especially if you're eating 1,200 calories, we're not giving it enough. We're in this weight loss mode instead of a what does my body need mode. And what happens when you're not giving your body enough calories over an extended period of time is it starts to turn down the thermostat on your body. So every day it's going, it's, you think of it sort of like an engine, it's going, you're giving it fuel, it's doing what it needs to do. And then all of a sudden it's not getting enough. It's not getting enough. And it's like, well, I need to conserve energy somehow because I need to be able to live. I need to be able to survive. So it turns down the thermostat, AKA your metabolism, what your body is burning every single day. It turns that down to a lower amount because it's not getting enough. And then you're like, well, my metabolism has slowed down. I need to eat less. And so you eat less and it turns it down even more. And we're typically pairing that with, you know, overworking out and all the things that I talk about. And then we start to understand why we're getting in a position where it's not just a calories in and a calories out. Our body isn't meant to be in a calorie deficit at all times. The best way I can explain it is, look, if you're constantly taking away from your bank account and depleting it, Eventually, if you want to be in the green, you're going to have to give it some money. You're going to have to give it some love. Our bodies are the same way. Most of us have spent a decade in a calorie deficit and our body doesn't even know what it's like to be at a maintenance or to feel good or to have the energy to do the things. And I've talked about this on previous episodes on if I'm dealing with a woman that has had some serious metabolic damage, it takes time to undo that. And it means that in that beginning phase, in the first, you know, it might be one month, three months, four months for you, weight loss can't be our focus. Our focus is increasing calories in a healthy way for your body and your metabolism to where we're not focusing on putting on a ton of weight, but we're focusing on increasing how your body is working and the energy it's getting every single day and getting your metabolism to optimize to a higher number of calories. So we're able to take you into a deficit eventually if fat loss is your goal. But you have to understand you have to earn the right to diet. I don't think diets are the end all be all, but if you're wanting to quote unquote diet or be in a calorie deficit, if you're wanting to lose weight, you have to earn that right. And most of us have not earned that right. We've done things that work against it our whole lives. And then we're like, well, this is BS. Why am I not losing weight? I should be in a calorie deficit. And it's understanding that what you are considering a calorie deficit, your body may have turned the thermostat way back down on. So that's no longer a calorie deficit. It's a surplus for you. So we have to start to reverse what we've done there with our metabolism and start to get it to work for us again. So the next question that I will get is, how many calories should I be eating, Katie? 
And this question, it's always going to depend. Every single question in this industry depends on the person and the body and what they have been doing and where they're at right now. That's why I like, genuinely will never do a generic plan for anybody ever. I won't take generic macros, a generic plan. Everything I do in my coaching is specific to you and your body, even in my small group coaching. My ladies know I only take a certain amount of women because I want it to be so close to one-on-one. I want to work hand-in-hand with you because all of our bodies work so different. But in this podcast, I'm going to give you a generic formula to find out where your body should be calorie-wise. Understand that this is, would, this is a general number and this is also an ideal situation of where your body should be. Most of us don't have ideal metabolisms, ideal hormones, ideal thyroid function. So this ideal number probably won't work for us, but we can at least get a baseline to gauge and see where we're at versus where we need to be. Again, something I've talked about in other episodes is creating awareness. You can find this number of where your body should be at ideally, metabolically, and if you want to be in a calorie deficit, but then you also need to compare that to where you're at right now. Take three to four days of tracking without judging your numbers, without trying to hit any numbers in MyFitnessPal because you'll be doing it different if you're trying to do that. Take a week to not look at the numbers or compare, but just to track where you're at day to day to understand what your body is functioning off of versus where it needs to be. And it's going to create so much awareness in your life just going forward. But as far as how you find your daily calorie amount, I want you to find your basal metabolic rate. And we're going to just, again, average this out. The easiest way to find this, a general number, would be taking your body weight, multiplying it by 10, and that's around what your basal metabolic rate should be. So if you have a female who is 1600 or 160 pounds, we multiply it by 10. That's 1600 calories for her basal metabolic rate. Your basal metabolic rate is the amount of calories your body burns every single day. If you laid there the entire day, didn't move, didn't eat anything, nothing. That's what your body would burn. However, we're eating, there's the thermal effect of food, we're moving, we're working out, all of these things play a role. So our total daily energy is our basal metabolic rate, what we just found, your body weight times 10, plus all the other calories we burn throughout the day with our activity. So we have to take that into consideration. So what we want to do is we want to multiply our basal metabolic rate by either 1.2 to 1.8. And I'm going to go down the list and explain what they are. So if you do very light to moderate exercise and you have a desk job, you're multiplying your basal metabolic rate. I'm going to say BMR. You're multiplying your BMR by 1.2. If you're doing moderate exercise, so working out about three days a week, even if you have a desk job, but getting, you know, trying to hit a decent amount of steps, working out three days a week, you're multiplying your BMR times 1.4. If you're working out four to five times a week, you're multiplying it by 1.6. And then if you're working out four to five times a week, any more than that, 
and you're a very, very active person on the go, walking all the time, maybe you have a very intense labor job, you're multiplying your BMR by 1.8. I find that most of us fall in the moderate category, 1.4. Rarely have I figured this out for anybody and it's been 1.8. Typically, we're working out anywhere from three to five days a week, getting a normal amount of steps. We don't have jobs that are super strenuous. So I find that most women fall in that category, but I want you to make this for you. Wherever you're at right now, have that honest conversation Multiply your BMR times that number. That's going to give you an idea of about the amount of calories you're burning every day. So again, if we take that example of, you know, one, a 1600 calories, and we multiply that by, um, let's see, let me get out my, let me get out my calculator right now. So 1600 calories, we're going to multiply it by 1.4. So that's about 2240 for what your daily energy expenditure would be. So let's say we're working with 2300 calories. That's about what you're burning every single day, and that would be your maintenance. Most of us are, would be like, if I ate 2300 calories, Katie, I would gain weight. Well, yeah, because you've been eating a smaller amount of calories for so long, you've been in a deficit for so long that your body has turned down the thermostat on its metabolism. It's not burning what it needs to. But understand that we can work you back up to an ideal optimal number. It's just a little bit of a process and it takes time and it's one that's well worth it. I talk about my story from eating 1,200 calories to now eating over 2,000 every single day, and it was the best journey I could have done, but it meant weight loss had to go on the back burner temporarily, but understanding that I was 35 pounds heavier when I was eating 1,200 calories. It's a hard concept to grasp, but when you start to understand your body, calories, metabolism, how things work, you start to understand how it all goes hand in hand. So... Let's take this example, I'm I'm getting on a tangent here, which I do, but let's take the example of 2,300 calories and we say, okay, that's ideally where we should be, but our goal is weight loss. I want to be in a calorie deficit. So what does that look like? What is a healthy calorie deficit? A healthy calorie deficit is anywhere I find from 200 to 500 calories. I don't go over 500 calorie deficit for any female at all. Like you'll see my fitness pal giving the option of losing two to two and a half pounds per week. I think that's way too much. They'll t- they're taking your calories too low to where you're going to bounce back quick. I'm not impressed with what you can do in a week. I'm impressed with what you can do in a year and sustain and feel amazing with. That's what genuinely impresses me. And that means that you shouldn't be in more of a 500 calorie deficit every single day. Because you're going to compromise your energy levels, you're going to compromise your stress, your cortisol, which I'll get into in more of these foundation podcast episodes. But ideally, it would be 500 calories would be the most, which would take you down to around 1,800 calories per day. That would be an ideal amount on how many calories you are eating. Again, it's very important to Take into consideration where you're at right now versus where you need to be. And understand that you can't go from 1,200 to 1,800 and expect not to gain weight. If you're wanting to reverse diet, if you're wanting to increase calories, you go from 1,200 to maybe 1,300 and then to 1,350 or 1,400. 
and let your body get used to this for a week or two at a time as you're increasing these calories. And the same thing goes the opposite direction. If you're in a calorie surplus and you're supposed to be eating 1,800 calories, but let's say you're, you're used to around 2,600, taking it down to 1,800 is way too big of a jump. It's not what you can do just this week. Take it down to 2,400 and then maybe 2,350 and focus on adding in more protein and adding in more veggies to your meals so it's creating more satisfaction while you're going into this deficit. I hope all of this is, is making sense and I hope that you're following me. I'm not just talking about calories for weight loss, but I think it's important to understand how they relate to our body. The last thing I want to say is talking about the calorie deficit sort of fight on the internet. It's not really a fight, but you have this big, um, you have a lot of these nutrition coaches, dietitians, whatever it might be, that preach you need to be in a calorie deficit for fat loss. And then you have the other side of the internet and influencers that are like hormones and health and happiness matters more than a calorie deficit for weight loss. And I find myself somewhere in the middle, which is very common for me, right? I'm not strong on either side because I think it always depends. Do you need to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight and see fat loss? The answer is absolutely yes. However, if you have been giving your body low calories for a really long time and your hormones are out of balance and maybe your thyroid's not working properly, all of these things are going to affect your blood sugar, your cortisol, your energy levels, your hunger and your fullness hormones, those won't kick in and be working properly, which means the calories that we're meant to consume every single day are always feeling off. Our body's never at a point where it's feeling satisfied no matter what we're doing. And so it's not just being in a calorie deficit, it's understanding how our body is using those calories is just as important. I think it's more important. If our body's not using them properly and not functioning properly and not you know, being able to break down and repair muscle and being able to balance hormones, we have maybe a detoxing issue going on, whatever it might be, it's going to make it really, really hard to stay in a calorie deficit because our body just isn't satisfied and it's not processing those calories properly. So I want to get into hormones and stress in the body and also proper nutrient density and macro and micronutrients in this series. Those are going to be the next ones coming up. But I really firmly believe that how your body is processing the calories plays a huge role in your ability to stay in a calorie deficit. So yes, calorie deficit is king for fat loss, but there's a step that goes above that and it's your body being able to do everything it needs to do in order to feel really good in that calorie deficit. Because again, this is about health. It's not just about weight loss and cutting calories. It's about feeling good every single day and we're meant to do that. And in order to do that, there is sort of a process that we need to do to relay the foundation. And you just learned step one. You created awareness on where you need to be versus where you should be. You understand calories, what a deficit maintenance and a surplus looks like, how to find your numbers, and now we go from here. I hope you learned something in this episode. I know it's always 
I think it's always fun to take it back to the foundations because even no matter what course I take, I'm always, always, always a big encourager of continued education for myself, for other people, for other coaches in this community. Um, I love continued education. And sometimes the most simple foundation classes I learn and relearn the most from. So I hope you had that experience listening to this episode and I can't wait for the next one. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.